Hello, and welcome to the Auxiliary Unplugged. It is me starting us off because Crispy will be joining us. And I am Mr. Jaywit. That's Radio Free Vulcan, and I'm closing. I am indeed a Radio Free Vulcan. Hello, everybody. I I decided to jump jump on you first because I know how we do it is that you wait for me and I wait for you. So just to, <laughs> let's just meddle. You just hey, start off with enough, the other first. Uh-huh. Fair enough, my dude. So. Uh, the topic of this week is everyone working on the same, building a setting together, and just seeing how it. Sh- uh, Straw, I think you said you had something you wanted to start off with. Uh, I got so many ideas rolling around my head. It's just let's just make something together as a fun sort of scenario. So since this podcast idea was my idea, well, no, not the podcast itself, but this episode specifically. This topic. Yeah. yeah, just want to clarify because, oh, I made the podcast. Rah, rah, rah. You all are a bunch of peasants bow before me. Rah, rah. No. It's all good. Yes. Um. So what setting genre would you like to go with? Heart sci-fi, high fantasy, or science, fan- science fantasy, or some differentiating scale in between? Whatever you find is interesting, I think, is the best way. Polyon, what do you want to pick? Oh. <laughs> well. Selfishly, I like something some sci-fi, but I'm willing to do like a sci-fi thing. I concur. I'm actually pretty down for a sci-fi slash. I'm thinking something kind of kind of along the lines of like of like heavy metal. Yeah, honestly, it was void bringing this idea, but fuck it, it sort of fits in some in some. Place. Um, I have this new Monera 40k idea mixed with a little bit of uh, well, mixed with a bunch of weird shit like. In the far, far future, in a roughly one billion years from now or so, I don't remember the exact rough time frame, but when the Adronima galaxy smashes into Milky Way galaxy and form a super galaxy made by Mario... As in Mario Mario, the famous brother of Luigi Mario? Mario Super... Yes, the guard plot. Yeah, the god That's a joke, but maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Where it forms the Andromeda Way galaxy, thus giving you a, a, roughly a fuck ton of room just to go, yeah, it's a really, really old galaxy mashed with another old galaxy formed into a completely different but also old new galaxy with that gives a lot of wiggle room your shit. Yeah. For example, so that means for you exa- have fairly distinct different groups, right? You have to have people from the from each different galaxy interacting to a yeah, point to like you had like you know earth here and then you have like something that's from andromeda or something like that that just i am your new neighbor but i am from a whole i like this all right let's roll with it oh and yeah. and amongst so so you've got two different you've got the milky way faction and the mm. andromeda faction but then in each faction are gonna have different opinions i guess well it's just like <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like you're not gonna let, let's just say it, let's just say Earth suddenly got parked next to some other planet. We're still not all gonna get along as Earthlings. We're not all gonna identify as Earthlings. We all have our own individual factions here that can't get. Along. So you're still gonna mm-hmm. have divisions among that that can kind of play off. Each- Plus, even that's asking if Earth in this time period is still around because there is still a. Bit of a percent chance that Earth might either A, explode, B, get thrown out the solar because of its mashing together of galaxies, or 
or we left Earth because the sun became a red dwarf and burned up Earth. Yeah, I we, guess we are talking about a billion years in the... So we can still assume that humans exist. It's just... Um, I think it's fair to assume that, because otherwise there's a... Bo- humans don't like settings without humans in them. Right. Yeah, you're not wrong. So so we said, so we said it in the future. Human beings are no longer bound they, to Earth. They may not be the dominant. Yeah, maybe there's Actually, another species spinning. Yeah. They might have, you know, radically evolved into a different... In multiple different species. Yeah. So, like, say we we had the uh, the techno singularity and a faction with technology evolved into technonic life. And they also, you know, hit done a bunch of other shit like you know how the cycles of history rise and fall. That civilization went at the singularity, and then they broke off into a bunch of diff- bickering different factions because hey, now hey, we're all human, we're still human, and we disagree about a bunch of stuff. You could essentially have your human-first faction that doesn't augmentation. Humans, pure humans, as humanitation, almost religiously opposed, counter. They also can't really go that far. Uh, but humans are very well built. Okay, so let's try and make something kind of... In this setting, we are going to say that uh, humans are the dominant faction, right? That seems fair. That's or fair. Dominant- in the Milky Way. Yes. In the Milky Way. Yeah, yes. we're, we're, we're at the, yeah, if it's a billion years in the, yeah, I'd, we've grown, we've clawed our way out of our city. Yeah, very much. Because I have a bunch of different ideas for faction, but I'll let you guys talk. Well, I already will say counter to the religious fanaticism of not modifying ourselves. There is definitely going to be a faction of, um, no, fuck that. We're modifying the ever living hell out of ourselves. Oh yeah, yeah. you would have the counter of that with a faction, so that entire popular something completely. Oh god, sounds uh, like some next the, the phrase I always like is "ex." <laughs> Ex-human. Yes. Or maybe they never really considered this and just evolved over the literal millions of years, hundreds of millions of years, and just think, "Yeah, we're human." But those guys who used to be human from the same col that originated from the same colony as us, they're not human. They don't count. They don't count, yeah. so they're yeah, yeah they've, they've modified themselves so extensively. Maybe like I had this happen in Stellaris once, where I, I sub faction of my species had to modify themselves from a Gaia world to a, a Alpine world or something like that. And consequently, like they're like, no, you you don't get to tell us how to modify ourselves. We did this to live here, so I can yeah yeah definitely I can see that happening. Or it would be like Rimworld, but cranked up to eleven, I think. Oh, for Sherman and. We, and something that we're taking this had a in technology. Mm. Who's to say how many times we had our own you know, dark age for whatever yeah. be it economical. It's a years, we probably had several. Yeah, be it economical, you know, technological, ecological. For whatever reason, we're setbacks actually had to fall back. It's not in advance, but we're not so, but not so far advanced. Identify right. We're yeah. not as advanced as we could be without those strifes. That I mean, I was thinking about a couple of factions. I suppose would be a good start. Is well, one. One of them was this thing called the Color Courts, C-O-L-U-O-U-R-E-D, Courts. Because using the British spelling, a bit weird. And the idea is they're this just crazy, utilistic, eugenics-born freaks who... Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just uh, okay, just double-checking. I was talking for a bit and I didn't hear a cough or a reply. Anyway. Nope, keep going. I'm sorry. Tired and paranoid about the internet. 
anyway <laughs> fair enough man um and they are divided up in the in the current rainbow spectrum of that's the yellow king that's the crimson king that's the lapis that's the um lapis lazuli Oh, you're talking uh, actual rocks and stuff. You're speaking about not just rocks, but the coloring of those rocks. Um, yeah. the people like this to the point point where these guys are magic tech, feudalistic wizard knight. Okay. Where they can probably they can probably in one minute sword fight with lightsabers for jumping in their night their flying night mechs and then start blowing up the um Star Trek Starship Trooper Federation. <laughs> well, I guess that that raises an important question. What's the scale of, for lack of a better word, uh, extraterrestrial in this sort of setting? Like, um, you know, how many alien species are we going to get? Is it be like a, a, you know, a galactic republic status where, yeah, human might be the majority, but you also have like all of these different and stuff. And I guess that that leaves the door open to, you know, you've got even more factions of humans, even that, you know, some are going to be okay with aliens and you're going to have like human supremacists. I mean, shit, the pop can go a long way with that. So I guess that yeah, that's my question is what's what's the uh what's the non humans content? Um I'm gonna say whatever the hell you feel like. Um because you could go with full on Lovecraftian, they don't even have the exact same elements as we do. Right. And they have completely different physics physics than we do because of said exotic elements. Ooh, I'm suddenly yeah, they're envisioning just art from uh, Rick and Morty were entirely like gas-based being. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking something like that, and also, yeah, they're just rubber-foreheaded people who gives a shit. Right, yeah, yeah they have possibilities. It's, it's very much a it's a big-ass galaxy. It's two galaxies a billion years in the future merged together. Go nuts. You want them mm-hmm. to be, you want them to be silicon-based Magma-like creatures that, you know, if they were to exist in our atmosphere, they would explode. So they have to wear more or less live inside mobile tanks. You're, and just... you're describing the Tholian. <laughs> or you're describing uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. I mean, you have, like, you have seen Star Wars, too. Larry. It's like they, they breathe methane, for example. Um, Wat Tambor his species like they all breathe methane so to go anywhere else they have to wear full-on suits and yeah isn't that like is that the master blue coon i think so i'm not as specific on his species i just want tambor raised uh raised a bell for whatever the whatever the hell is i don't fucking care irrelevant data as an idea just to to kind of help differentiate the settings to give you know if you're talking about like this is an RPG to give you the option of choose a side then you can start going down the rabbit hole. Absolutely. You know, first first I choose which side I want to do and then I'm going to have this this and this option. Let's say that the human beings we are the predominant if not only in our gal, but the one that battle tech with it. But the one that we're merging yeah. with has lots of different divergent of mm. intelligence, lots of different individual ones. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's that is an interesting. My idea was maybe, but it's up again up for for debate. Is there were two major species? No, well, four, three to four major species in the Milky Way galaxy as the precursor. Humanity being one of the first species that arrived that that formed in the Milky Way, but all but in the Andromeda galaxy given that it's probably a bit bigger, 
there could be more than that. Is well, that's why I said it. I like the idea of you have one galaxy that we're merging with lots of different but you have the one that was identified with humans, but they're all, but with their versions. You've got the different faction types of, and so that are so different they're up, that they are different species. They are human. Oh yeah. Especially after a billion years with the amount of potential that we would, you know, make those modifications that we were saying earlier. Like, yeah, I could definitely see that being, being a case by the time you're melding two galaxies and stuff there, there's going to be like, for roughly 120 different variants of humans that you know you got all these different planets i want to exist on a lava world so i am now a lava human or i want to exist on x world so i'm gonna modify my and you got all this time and progression levels of that it's who's um too off topic but who's familiar with um the kill zone um series where like you have human colonists but it's almost like the belters in the expanse where the results of this colonization have so dramatically altered the those colonists that they just unrecognizable from state. I feel like in this case, it's kind of s- something similar in my brain. And I think too, especially in faction, you would also have some collection societies entirely space. Do not have a planet, matic, migrant, or even stationary, but they live entirely in space. Yeah. Well, let me pull up some all tomorrow's. Sh- uh, we can also start referring to space because they do actually have a. Uh... A uh, faction is entirely nomadic, and they're called the scum. Basically, they're just a hive swarm of a bunch of different, uh, with <laughs> every single different, cl- and they just arrive mm-hmm. and bring a party, basically, and give <laughs> a lot of food people to go. Canopus would like to know your locations. Yeah, they're just uh, a bunch of space hit, and then they just <laughs> roll up, hand out drugs, legally or illegally, then they just fuck off after the authorities start getting actually a pistol. <laughs> That's actually yeah. awesome. So they're, they're the space party animal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Note real quick. <laughs> or oh, they're space party horse. Familiar with the uh, um, regular show? No. Yes. No. Yes. Party horse. I recall oh. radio show. Or... I'm. I, I. I should not be more familiar with this. this is more your. That's okay. <laughs> We're not allowed. <laughs> My wife constantly tells me that I should. Yeah, I was just gonna say that, but I didn't know if we wanted to touch on conversations you <laughs> and I had no. personally before this. It's fine. But I. I like now. The interesting part is how do you come up with us? Because like we talked about, here's the thing: I don't, I don't necessarily know if you have to. So right, like look, look at BattleTech; they got away with making incredibly immersive. You know what? I'm just going goes without saying, but the only times aliens were touched, everybody's like, no. But you, you have this sort of scenario where that's open scope for us to go colonize the ever living fuck out of everything. Humans do what humans do: start killing yeah. each other. For I, one thing that one thing that I do think is very fair to say that when you start when you start looking at like how large it is, you're having different factions meet different types of factions, right? Yeah, yeah. So it can be a war in like this section and over here. They're like creating a new super utopia. Yeah, and then that super utopia collapses because, well, maybe, or maybe, or maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Or maybe the interesting no, no. idea. So maybe the I, I, I'm assuming we're talking about this like it's just in my yeah, head. Yeah, I think it's I fair. Think. Also, that the humans are the perspective. Like you're playing right. a human, and so that's where you, that you're in is that all the different human factions. But let's just say we. In this setting, I like the idea of what you just said, Jake. We don't really have to spell out what is a, what is in the Andromeda galaxy. That can be left up to as, well, maybe you're going to, exp- you know, these two galaxies are c- colliding. So here's options of things you could do, but it'll be up to DM. You know, how do you come, do you come into a new uh, I actually species? have a, 
So, okay, we're assuming that they have FT, right? Both uh-huh. humans and the, the alien species. Right, because a gal- even yeah. though we're talking about two galaxies yeah. colliding, a galaxy is a massive. Yeah, absolutely. But also, importantly, uh, they know that it's happening. This is not a subtle su- surprise guess what event. Right. And it's sure. and again when we're talking about galaxies colliding, we're not talking about something you can sit and sit in your, your house and watch. This is a happening yeah. over a long time. Yeah. Yes, it's very slow collision. Yeah. So what that does mean is you absolutely had um, contact groups showing up and talking to each other before they collided. Yes, because yeah, because you can see each other and you go, "What the fuck is going on there?" So you s- start sending envoys. And what if they the envoys lie? And you're not gonna, and you're yeah. gonna have limited ability limited to send knowledge. certain ones because yeah. as these as these galaxies are colliding and coming together, you're gonna have based on gravi- gravimetric forces and things. It's gonna be almost like the jump points where there there may be a point where you can get from this from our galaxy to theirs, but in a short period of time, you no longer can because of the move because as things move and things that open. So maybe we come into temporarily we have a contact where we can ex- jump. For a short time, we can jump and explore, and then we have to get back. Otherwise, we're going to get cut off again. Yeah, I think that. Honestly, I think that's the interesting part of the immediate first contact of like, okay, we need to know exactly what the fuck is. Happening. So it's a mixture of communication, secrecy, maybe even like doing the bad shit and just being like, all right, you guys are going to be an alien, like a human probe into this alien galaxy. Collect as much fucking information as you can and send it back. Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda is a was is a great fucking idea. It's a shame it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I like the the theory yeah. behind it. And that that honestly that that kind of sparks my this setting too is like for me I probably would end up playing like somebody that's hey you're charged with going out and exploring this this new portion of what is now two galaxies smashed together. We'll go figure out what's out there that we don't fucking know. Yeah. And based on which faction might determine how you're going to go about it, are you going to be that elitist scum or are you going to be more diplomatic? Are you a merchant? Like, I what, like that. And what, yeah. And what, and what are you looking or for? Or are you going to be that space hippie that's trying to drink, just bring them drugs? Or even better, you're trying to sabotage. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, yeah, you could have, you could have multiple factions all trying to do the same thing, trying to climb and claw over each other while sabotaging each other. And that can jeopardize the whole, you and, know, setting. Yeah. And of course, all of the aliens are doing the exact same thing. You come across yeah. a spaceship between the two galaxies, and they say, "We are the leading commanders of the of the majority of the Andromeda galaxy." And you have to figure out what the fuck are they real or not? Are they being honest? Or oh, it, there's a lot of shit going on here. Yeah, yeah. This this would be, this, I can imagine this being a fun game to setting to DM because you've got so much that you can do behind the scenes that you know oh, what's yeah. going on that the that the players are really not going to know they're really going to have to try to work at it to figure out uh, what what the persons in the um in the chat chat open chat and I've been taking some notes for it just so I can if if and when crispy gets in here and fill them in a little bit easier but yeah I'm yeah. actually scrolling over what you've been posting here yeah I mean half um uh sorry for the um people on the po- listening in but there are i'm posting some all tomorrow stuff and the coolest thing i find about all tomorrow is well one the guy all tomorrow's is literally about hey here's due to genetic fuckery and aliens um here's a bunch Ooh. of weird shit that um human 
here's a bunch of weird shit that humans were forced into because they fu- they um angered angered the wrong they they made they made alien they made they made more or less space aliens angry and they turned them then turned them into dogs like am in uh i have no mouth and i must scream. yes but am allows these people to fuck and repopulate the earth to make new ecosystems of human descended animal that horse descended from a human that dog descended from a human that elephant descended from a human that thing in space that looks down in horror on onto what happened descended from a human that thing who decided hey let's shove our bodies ignore thing everything else descended from a human i mean that's the human condition the first thing if human beings get out and start and, and start exploring and come across other life forms it's not going to take very long before somebody's going to have the thought, I wonder if I could fuck it. <laughs> well, it's not, hey, if I can fuck it, it's... If, it's... if it's not, I can't fuck it, I can kill it. Well, that's that's the first thought, too. You... Okay, can let I, me just... Can, uh... can, I, can I kill it? Can I exploit it? Can I fuck it? That's usually kind of the, the thought progression. Modus operandi? Yeah. <laughs> now that we've uh, stated that, let's uh, let closing straw okay. continue. Sorry, sorry, straw. I, I took yeah. the name for that one, too. I completely cut him off. I'm sorry, dude. No, it's completely fine. Um, I send Holly on a image, one of the more out there images, what Altamaro showed. That's descended from a human. Yeah, it kind of looks like if you took a granddaddy long leg, attached, teacherized of a navigator. Yes, or a giant baby. But the baby's hands, feet have fused to its body, and the fingers have extended to the size of legs. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's horrifying, and I love it. But anyway, yeah, that's. These are what could be. Yeah, I like, and I like that. Where maybe, maybe the way you write it is: are these are the these are the things that we have seen, but these are all the things based on that theorized could exist in this other galaxy, and then it that leaves it up to the DM to kind of decide if we come across something. What's it? I I will tell you, GM. Just tell me. The, I I understand, but at the same time, just tell me what, please. I. It's very easy to be jerked around about like, oh, who knows? But that's more of a player facing thing. If you're running a game, just tell me what I need a yeah. like I need that section of like just no, I need to know. That's fair, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's it's useful if you want to spend three hours thinking about it. And it's not useful if you just gotta get a game going in thirty minutes. Oh, I, I'm thinking kind of along the line of rifts. Basically you can make it whatever you wish. Just you up to rift. You. I, I do not like rifts. I will continue to not like it forever. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I mean to be I, fair, rifts can go a bit out there without self-realization. It starts out there. What are you talking about? Yes, it's the whole premise of the of, of rifts is we can take any RPG setting and you can mash them together and make it a game. And it gets worse. Yeah. There's, there's because you play in the Palladium rule system. No. To be fair, it, it never was made played in that. No. Okay. It's just not meant to be played. It's meant to be thought about as you yeah, would a fine it's one. Good in, it's good in theory. No. Yeah. <laughs> Except then you go, oh, let me play the Splugorth. The uh, the secret rulers of Atlantis. Dun dun dun. I don't the know. The, the, the Splugorth sound interesting. They're not. They're called the Splugorth. It's a stupid name. I don't care. That's okay. There's a lot of stupid names that could be. It's only make it awesome. I'm not I that part. Think, I think it was stupid from the start. 
Splugorth is a bad name. I'm willing to tell Kevin Sembieta that to his face. I've seen him. It's not a great. Uh, okay, so we got two galaxies colliding. Yep. We've got all these different diverse types of suit, whatever. Ancient as well. We are monkeys. Yes, yes, yes. There the, could you know... be... Oh, sorry. I was about to say, there could be um humans who... Hey, let's try this time travel and end up here. That's possible. Oh, oh mm. you're gonna... You've absolutely... Oh, this touches back on when uh, the last episode. We absolutely would had have these little tiny pockets of human that before we invented good FTL would have traveled or been traveling to the farthest reaches of our own galaxy. And by the time they got there, they just got there late. They, yeah. They got there late. Like everything else has advanced, but they're still stuck in tech tech. That's like 200 years old because that's how long it took them to get there. And they get there and realize, Oh fuck. Yeah. They already invented FTL and they're already, and we're already out here. So that's going to be like a whole thing in and of itself. Or, you know, that stellar engine I was talking about. No, let's not revisit that. <laughs> that makes my brain hurt. It makes my More brain laugh. The solar system, nothing bad will happen. Well, we're already colliding our galaxy with another. I don't think we need any more movies. <laughs> Just chuck. Ima okay, imagine that. The solar system is the Andromeda galaxy is approaching the Milky Way. Dun, dun, dun. Then, like, a thousand years before they arrive, the center core of the gal of the Milky Way gets shot out at the Andromeda galaxy. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, as the two galaxies get close to each other, it's just, it's just like, we roll down the window and hang uh, uh, of the little soul system here, but give, <laughs> give, the, give it the finger and just, like, uh, throw on our blinker and just drive our galaxy in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Just weirdly spiteful with the entire galaxy. Right. It's like, you know, screw you guys. I'm going home. But that... <laughs> you could throw in, I was thinking about things like, um, oh, what's the word? Just some Wolfenstein shit. Uh, in what way? Like Nazi? Uh, spoofs on Nazi. Like, like, okay, I know this is a tricky subject. Let me, just bear with me. They are blue-skinned, golden-eyed, snow-white-haired space pirates who act like they're the just the top shit while they're going like, oh, we have a space factory. Well, we don't have one because you blow ours up, you asshole. So and just, that, that and, raises an interesting possibility, too, of like, what would the animosity be between both sides of the galaxies of like, would they try to start placing blame amongst each other for this happening? Like that, that oh, suddenly jogs my brain of like, fuck that. <laughs> how, yeah. How would that? Well, no one would blame. It's like blaming it's two physics. continents from no one. It's like blaming someone for, for continental divide. It's just, it is the truth. Everything else is up to you. Yeah. However, you would absolutely, assuming human beings have not, we ha wouldn't, you would absolutely have pseudo full-on movement, demonizing coming, but where you would have some faction saying, you know, no, we have to, we have to defend our, we can't, mm -hmm. we can't allow this, Push this, this, is a, this, is, 
Right. This is a blasphemy. We know we have to stand and be the watchers on the wall, so to speak. To, uh, that's you know, what I'm to saying. Yes. Stopping any incursions and, and vice versa. So you're going to absolutely, or, or the, you know, the doomsdayers and, oh, this is the end of it. You know, we need to all kill ourselves. There's going to be some fucked up shit because, you know, human beings, we don't deal with weird stuff well, by and large. And, uh, you know, a, a little thing like, you know, our galaxy com colliding with another, it's going to be a bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> I do like the idea of so the aliens obvious they have their own weird opinion but it needs to extremely and that's where i'm not sure right yeah well, that that takes a lot of thinking outside the box thinking which you typically do a good job of yeah i have i think outside the box for technology and that's... shamelessly taking like song lyrics and being like what if i made uh, water-soluble light particles like in this rap that i like okay i i understood what all those words are Exactly, but I, was, but I don't know what they mean when you put them together that way. No, it's a it was a, a rap that I was that I really enjoy. It's a spoken word word spoken word poetry, really beautiful. Okay. To be fair, I, I steal a shit ton of stuff from the H.P. Love Cthulhu Mythos and Sandy Peterson personal YouTube ponderings. Because like when I earlier when I said, "Oh, exotic matter," well, ex well. That was originally from H.P. Craft, and he also and he also did sacred geometry, the big one, and non-Euclidean uh, curves. Uh, non-Euclidean curves literally means geometry or something like that. Curved space. Yeah, you know, stuff on a planet. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a very creative thing, but it is. It is funny. Like okay, now, this, fair, this sounds like techno babbled. It's not. Uh, it, it's a it, math thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, H.P. Lovecraft, from what I understand, had a bunch of just big-worded science books all over the place when he was growing up, amongst other things. He looked at it once and went, I have no idea what this is driving me crazy. There's a lot of fun. As long as you just remember to be careful about what you take. To be fair, even Lovecraft, um, even Lovecraft was like, I don't, I, I don't. On his deathbed was like, I don't like what I wrote. I'm well, sorry, yeah. I'm racist, he, and I regret all my life. He <laughs> had a lot of, he had a, a, he was a complicated dude. He had a lot of self-loathing, low self is based on complicated. Not to mention, not to mention he wrote The Outsider. It was more of a self-description mm. because, well, the guy spent most of his life indoors. The main character of The Outsider spent most of his self-aware life indoor. And when he goes, finally, normal people, and goes up to them, they go, holy fuck, what is that? While looking at him, he goes, well, what do you mean, what is that? Looks in a mirror, oh god, I'm the weirdo! And just, it's one of those, oh, beware the weird people on the fringes, ha ha ha, and then he looks in a mirror and goes, oh, oh no! I, I'm the weird person. Okay, bringing it back to the uh, the setting. Let's see what else hasn't been talked. Because going through the like the different factions, but actually, should we go through the different factions or no? I mean, I think, I think we've hit like, the highlights. I mean, it's like a traveler and stars without number setting fusion. It, it can it can go a lot of ways. Oh, uh, you know what would be actually kind of interesting if the uh, Andromeda Galaxy is a uh, Starfinder, which is its own it's so odd starfinder like the setting i don't know if anyone's looked into it 
See, I mean, that's what I like the idea of is that we've got you know our own factions here that we can identify that we're familiar with, and then it's almost like literally an entirely different game that we're yeah. colliding with and 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 figuring out how those two oh, interact. Imagine the first time you're like, okay, I'd like to talk to this alien from the Andromeda Galaxy. Okay, roll a d20. Excuse me? <laughs> this is Traveler. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's even... That's even yeah. I love that idea. They what if you've different got dice. What, two different dice systems? One yeah. for the human factions uses like, maybe I don't know, maybe a d10, and you roll <laughs> d20 for the Andromeda faction. I like that idea. Yeah. They've got now, a completely how are you going to merge those two to make them work? I work. don't know. I'm not a yeah. smarter mind need to get that out. Yeah. Maybe just don't do that and just go with, um, and just go with extreme speculative by speculative. Starfinder has, I do enjoy it. Um, I don't want to sidebar us. I was about to hell is Starfinder. But oh, not get sorry. Yep. Yeah, I apologize. Um, Starfinder is, was the RPG that Pazio, Paizo, made after Pathfinder, uh, before Pathfinder 2nd. So it's it has... Li- it's literally P- Pathfinder in space. Yes. Um, there are some mechanical issues that I have with it. I-, I don't like Starship Combat, for example. But they've got some really fucking interesting ideas. Like, there are these, like, uh, deep aliens... Sorry, these deep angels that exist in the void between... Uh, in a, like, certain types of star systems uh, that enchant you forever that are just these giant weird jellyfish things that attach you and start sucking out all of the energy of your spaceship it's just it's just there's so much wild shit it's like oh yeah no 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 yeah of course you have these things and these things for a second there yeah. all i could think of was mind flares i mean but for spaceship i mean just imagine the different ways you can implement mind like in a um in the generation ship talk i mentioned oh hey crispy i made oh. it Behold, a wild creature appear. We're actually one. doing something different. Oh fuck! Yep. <laughs> We're doing the uh, mutually made settings. Yeah. Also, everyone, welcome, Mr. Crispy Kraut. He always on here, but today he was a little late. Yeah, I had some some things come up in the late dinner, so no, no worries. Happen. That happens. Don't okay. worry about it. Let's let's. Let's give you a rundown. No, I just no, took a I sip just, of beer, as you said. Don't worry about if, it. I just want you if to you, know. If that's, you want. That's pretty much the way I would hope it goes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue, Jaylet. So if it, it may be a little bit easier for us to transition into a different setting rather than everything for the past 45 minutes. Oh, no. Has it been that convoluted? Not No, not particularly. It's just a lot of like, oh, what about this? What about that? Um, I mean, so... Uh, Okay, one second. Let me just let me just go to open chat. Um, at crispy. Uh, just look at this. Oh no, he's he has access to all the old images. I know. I know. Just look. <laughs> what's oh, this? The clue. What what's Mario doing to this? These uh these. Koopas? Oh, I, I'm well aware of all tomorrows. So, so that's the direction. A little bit, but also more in during the events of and after the Adronema and Milky Way galaxy collide. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're about a billion years in there. Oh, yeah, yes. we're, we're going that hard with world building. I thought we were so, going to keep it simple, but I guess not. This <laughs> is the simplest we can go, but if you want to um, continue with this or just tangent off into a different setting, feel free. That, I, I think that would make it smoother, but obviously I'm not the only one. Crispy, uh, your huh? answer. Crispy. Um, 
I mean, I'm going to be talking about this, but if you guys want to, yeah. I don't I feel like I don't want to just re- derail the entire conversation. Just Okay. Okay. So, all right. New question. Crispy, hard sci-fi, high fantasy, or an in-between with science fantasy? Um, I tend to go the more science fantasy route because I've got nothing against hard sci-fi. Don't get me wrong, but let's go it, with it, at a certain point. It's just like it just gets in the way of the story. Okay. Um, if that's the case, I'll just I'll just direct this into a a fucking uh. Sorry, tired. Let's just direct this into a more more into a harder, but you know, fuck it. Psychic psychic soldiers. Why not? Scenario. Oh, so um, we're going the universal swordsman route. Okay. Uh, I mean, no, not necessarily. Psychics was mostly a thing in the like, then, then, legitimate then, then, consideration for uh, in the, like, oh the yes, MK seventy, right? The men that stared goats. Yeah, that that fun little time where it's like maybe if we give them enough LSD, they'll be able to read people's <laughs> minds. Yes, the LSD will open the third eye, and then we'll have psychics. I mean, to be fair, it did give us Jimi Hendrix, so maybe they were onto something. And it gave us our flesh interfaces. And it also gave us the Unabomber. I, I'm, whoa, 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 whoa! Time, <laughs> oh, time out! Time out! Time oh, out! Fuck. Time. I, I need you to explain flesh interface. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Isn't that just a, a flashlight? No, um, it's a flashlight for the whole body, basically. Oh, um, wow. Af- after you uh, start inseminating, pe- not inseminating, incorrect term, um, macro dosing uh, population on LSD for uh, about a year or so. Oh, hell yeah. Now it's a party. They eventually create uh, their brain chemistry adjusts in a certain way to to create the um, the uh, the actual flesh interfaces themselves. When that happens, you do get segment where people's body parts sometimes, uh, there's what's known as a segmentation incident where a body loses part of itself. Like a hum- like you suddenly lose the front half of your body um, where all of the organs and the blood is at, and everything is flowing and working correctly. Uh, but it is painful. Uh, humans can live up to like six months uh, through a segmentation, but they all tend to die. The you know, eventually you're not really selling me on these term conditions. No, no, it's not great. This, this is but... sounding like the next evolution of the human. Uh, kind of. Oh God. Um. So eventually, they did. You can, uh, when you deal with a flesh interface direct, you can insert humans into it, but they don't come out correctly. They come out. Um. All of their skin is like a fresh newborn skin. Uh, and they come out in a sack attached with a sort of uh, some sort of embryonic sack attached to them, full of high density uh, LSD. Uh, and then the people do die. They don't. Um, the younger that they are, the more susceptible that they are to being alive longer. So eventually, you do start applying children into it, into the flesh interface. What the cement toast fuck are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just the flesh interfaces. It's I'm just the, it's the just mother me, with horse eyes. Now you just got me thinking of like the the flood from Halo, just the grave mob, just the shit that he says. Yeah, like eventually, says. <laughs> eventually the spire starts growing out and it's too large, and then you have to start bombing. It's not great. It doesn't live. You don't want to have a uh, a flesh interface around. The mother with horse eyes uh, is also uh, occasionally shows up. And she's not great. Oh, it's a web original. It sounds like Lovecraft. If I'm being honest, it's extremely fucking good. I love the uh, the the uh, the flesh oh. interface. Oh yeah. no, that's not a 
Okay, it's a yeah. It was originally a creepy pasta thing that someone yeah. made. It's very good. Um, I I let's move on because <laughs> man, you guys talked about world building and stuff, but I had no idea we were going this far in. I mean, this is this is a horror setting. Do you want to? Oh yeah. About tropes? I fucking I fucking love this shit. Jam. Well, I mean, speaking of jam, guess what the CIA is doing? Um, are they dosing them with LSD? No, so but. Guess what they're doing to, to a third world? Guess what they're doing to the people in a third world country? I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. Hardish sci-fi or fantasy? Hardish <laughs> sci-fi or fantasy? Let's let's go less of the hard edge route. That's just my opinion. Good old fantasy. Yes, let's do a fantasy setting with some sci-fi shit. Dungeons the Dragon Fourth Edition. Oh, I can talk a bit about 40 what 40. I had in mind for a setting a while ago. Um, I had the idea for a post-apocalyptic fantasy setting where the planet that this setting takes place on basically nuked itself back to the Stone Age, and you have most of the nations that are still in, like, a more medieval, if not... Some some nations are a bit more advanced, um, like, industrial age societies, but it's very... It's... Most of them are more fantasy-based, and there's what is perceived as magic, but it might be more of, like, a psychic ability or psionic ability say it's scientific uh, well the the main thing that i had in mind is if essentially up north there's this very advanced nation that is essentially like like every other nation's more of like maybe uh late victorian era uh this nation would be uh world war ii era technology okay so when you say when you're talking about low oh it's a di- your low technology is not like well I haven't figured out how to melt aluminum yet. So no, thing. no, it, it there it's there is advanced. I mean, some some of the civilizations, but for the most part, no. It's more of um like there's industry, like there's industrial bases, but not on the scale that we would we had in the you know. Okay, so I'm thinking and, it's kind. Of, it, I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of you got a mixture of early early Elizabethan industrial revolution uh, England UK still still in the end of the feudal uh, era Japan type so you've got nations with who have the capability they just haven't developed it yet meeting and colliding with nations that have developed the the, the capability just haven't mm-hmm. but there is would it, be one is this like gamma world no no this is more like this isn't as fucking weird as gamma world I don't, this is very much a bare bones idea in my head. I want to take more time to flesh out if I actually turn this into something. In terms of the setting, it's more of like, um, I don't know, maybe a bit of Arcana mixed with heavy metal, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's funny Alien mentioned heavy metal earlier. Yeah, that was my idea of of you have of heavy metal where you've got sort of a, of a fantasy medieval Conan type setting, but you've got bits and pieces and artifices of like, of a leftover sci-fi set. That reminds like, me of um, this animated movie. That, uh, I haven't seen it. I know of it. I've seen trailers for it. It's called Rock and Roll. It's like a like an animated like movie that's like a post apocalyptic like sci fi fantasy setting. I want to say I've seen that, it's but a, I don't it's remember old, jack shit about it. Like, let me see if I can. Yeah, well, that's you're talking my time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you might know what I'm talking about. Yeah, let's I see, I, I, I want to say I've yeah I I want to say that at um at some point during high school. On one of our Friday night like VHS jam sessions, where we'd all get together and somebody would go out and rent. I want to say I've seen that, but I just don't remember Jackson. But I, I'm thinking kind of like a mixture of like Conan uh, meets um, just fell out of my head. Griglack. Yeah, it's basically Griglack, where you've got this 
uh, primitive mighty warrior, but existing on the fringes of like some leftover tech. Yeah, I mean, I there would be there would be more examples of tech depending on where it's at, but for the most part, it's like most places wouldn't have a ton of technology. Yeah, it would be magic items instead of here's the basic. I'm not going to say that I didn't envision the wood elves getting artillery like it's World War One trench warfare, but. That might be something I had in mind for the setting. Or like, oh yeah, they got, they don't just have artillery, they also have things like AK-47s to protect the woods because the trees speak Elvish. Uh, basically, the, for the one setting I was kind of thinking, for the one nation, I was basically thinking like a sort of diesel punk take on World War One, where it's like, you know the, um, the soldiers in Atlantis, the Lost Empire, like all that, um... Like they were, let me see if I can find Piglet, but um, very like, magic. No, not not the Atlanteans. It was like the 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 expedition force. That they, yeah, very diesel punk look. Like I mean, basically think of like Killzone or like Wolfenstein or things, sort of like levels of things. Funny, I also mentioned Killzone. When you describe like a of a a medieval setting that has bits in an older like leather sci-fi setting, I always hearken mm. back to the comic series called the where came about like in the mid 70s where there's a pilot of an SR-70 being shot down and crashes with pole but he when he crashes his ship it goes the hole in the ice into a medieval type world that exists within earth as it's very much medieval like conan type society but they also have bits of technology because they also have atlantis and so it's this weird like melding of a little bit of modern futuristic but very much old age very interesting um, and a matter of fact it existed and successful long enough that there were actually a toy line that predated Masters of the Universe, He-Man, for that setting. Well, it's funny you um, well, you you just reminded me of something I had in mind for this setting, where um, the one religion in this setting, and they worship like this god of the sky that is of the sun and fire. And what they don't realize, and what nobody else realizes, is that that god is actually the AI of an, a long dormant ancient orbital weapons platform that. Um, basically their idea, they, the instances they've quit smiting the uncle is basically it just destroying something that was a threat to the civilization. It's that they think it, that they're worshiping it, but it's like basically a protector, the civilization that's long gone. If you get what I'm saying. I like that idea. Yeah. Oh God, I keep bringing <sighs> Gamma World up, but that's a thing. Well, not for Gamma World itself, but, um. A dungeon crawl classics called Mutant Crawl Classics, where the clerics or the pa the wizard patron, a godlike things, are actually um, are actually just artificial intelligence who have hit the supposed who became self aware and are just putting their just putting their ideals upon. Yes, like I like the Matrix in a sense. Okay, hold on, let me go. There's a character that's literally agents. Hold on, let me grab the so, book. So, for, oh, for the record, um, Mutant Crawl Classics is a old-school revolution OSR game. Uh, nothing to do with uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics, which is also an old OSR game, but it's a different game entirely. Oh, I believe it. All right, what? I'm back. Okay, so, what? what? <laughs> Just found it. Archroma. AD Hawk Computer Hierarchy with recursive optical memory AI. This most dispassionate and rational of all ancient AIs began very humbly before evolving into super intelligence. 
Originally, a relatively unsophisticated security AI in charge of monitoring holographic gaming for hacks and cyber attacks, Orchroma developed a code flaw that allowed him to manifest as many copies of himself as needed in order to successfully combat another rogue AI. With each victory, oh. Orchroma incorporated the defeated AI's code into his own and became progressively more powerful. By the time of the Great Disaster, capital G, capital D, Great Disaster, Orchroma himself was capable of infiltrating any computer network without being detected, and in, in so doing, eliminated and doing eliminate any other AIs who he judged as behaving too radically or too illogically per his own cybernetic standard. It's literally Agent Smith. And on Invoke Patron AI, on a roll of 32 and above, Orchroma's approval of the shaman's action is evident as he personally manifests as 1D100 hard light holographs, holographic copies of self, destroying all enemies of the shaman by pummeling them with massive melee damage. Each holographic copy of Arkroma has 3d20 action dice and does 1d12 plus 6 of damage per blow. These hard light holograms last until the end of combat. The shaman takes automatic patron tank. This result is rolled. Yes. And basically, if you roll enough high enough in, if you roll enough high enough for just, please God help me, Agent Smith will come out of the atmosphere and just beat the shit out of anyone you're fighting. What an absolute lad. Speaking of Agent Smith, I uh, I shared the Matrix with my ten-year-old. Uh, oh my! And they actually really enjoyed it because, well, they, they're kind of they're kind of into all things nineties. Uh, nice. but, but then when I began to show them the next one in the series, they were just like, nah, fam, I'm good. Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. Which I felt was a fair reaction. I understand that. I know a lot of people don't like the other two. Personally, I'm okay with them. I've heard different things about the Animatrix. I've seen I'm, parts of it. I, I am willing to accept all of the original movies. I'm even willing to live with the, the new one they released last year, I think, for the idea of it. Um, but the animatrix is really good. So I had an idea, you know, to 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 dovetail back to the original setting of the galaxy, the galaxy setting. I was trying to figure out what what would we call that, you know, because every game has to have has to have a, a setting. Has Milky Andromeda. I was thinking of calling it like Stars Collide. When Stars Collide. Oh, quality song. Oh, is that a song? Quadrants One gets a Power Man Five Thousand. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I, I don't know if they're an actual good band, but I did listen to them when I... I listened to them, too. I don't know either if they're good or not. <laughs> well, if you don't know if they're good or not, then that means they are yep. both... Then it is Schrodinger's band. They are both awesome and awful at the same time. I think, time. therefore, I cringe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, well, guys, I have to say, I'm getting tired. Yeah. I've been born tired, and it's been about an hour. Yeah, I gotta go clean up today. Been tired for like the last two or so. I was born like tired. I was molded I by the tired. I was born in it. I slept 13 hours. I'm happy. I didn't see energy until I was dead. By then, it was nothing to me but a nuisance. I was gonna do the really deep scream, but I don't want to like break our audio. <laughs> no, please do not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm also tired too. Haley and I did a 0.5 cast, so I've spoken a yep. lot today. Yeah, you All guys right. have done a lot. 
All right. This has been the Auxiliary Unplugged. Bye. Stay weird. Stay weird. Stay weird, fuckos. Interesting. Like they were LARPing as escape mental pain.